everybody to another episode of Pump Day Jam. This is your host, Kurt, a.k.a. Leroy Grinder III. And today I'm joined by a special guest, Southside Busy from Nashville, a.k.a. Cashville, Tennessee. And I'll be interviewing and playing some of his music as a part of the, as a part of the Come Up campaign happening all summer on AMP, where we'll be discussing the latest trends of hip-hop and emerging artists on the scene. How's it going, man? How you doing? doing i appreciate you having me on the show no nah, man i appreciate you joining dude i really do appreciate you joining um it's very fitting that we started out with the artist storytelling by outcast because i feel like the overall theme of the show is going to be storytelling as we get to learn you know you your music um and things you have coming up so before we start getting into your music and play some of your new songs um go ahead and tell us more about yourself and how long you've been creating music uh like, like you said my name is Southside Vizzy. um coming from nashville I've been doing music since I was in high school, um, but I started taking it serious when I got to college, just focused on that and actually building a brand. And so now I'm just learning and at the point ready to actually start going full full at it, pretty much. That's what's up. That's what's up. So this part, next song that we have up is a newer song, if I'm not mistaken, it dropped this year in 2023, um, Diamante. Um, tell us about this song. Tell us the process of making this song and how this song came about. So this is my first release back into music. Um, just ready to drop a song. And this song's pretty much about like overcoming the pressures of life. Because life will hit you and you just gotta overcome that and go through it to come out on the other side, pretty much. Will this be a part of a, a bigger project in the future, newer project of the future, or is it still too early to talk about that? Uh I'm working, I'm working on some actual projects um right now, but this this is just a single I just wanted to put out there. Um, let it stand alone this next track find your balance first of all i want you to talk about uh well i think this is one of my favorite songs off the off the uh off your project um we talked about this um yeah find your balance i want you to talk about that um this this single and then i want you to also talk about the project that uh find your balance is on waiting for tomorrow that you dropped in 2021 uh, so with find your balance it was more again life and just trying to find like center yourself pretty much because you never know it's so much it was especially back then in 2021 it was so much going on and you just needed to take a breath sometimes and just try to find out what's going on and how to center yourself and stay stay calm and peaceful through that um and the project as a whole waiting for tomorrow um it was just pretty much announcing myself as a dreamer trying to come out with that and um showing that i can make a fully project that was that was really a focus on myself, like to motivate myself and to challenge myself to make sure that I can put out a full new project when I start taking this new thing serious. How did you think you did? I think I did pretty good. I I definitely uh, I worked with an engineer named Mix by Cole. Um, he's super dope, super talented, and I learned a lot from him. And just we just uh, tapped in together and created a dope project. I think it was it was pretty dope. I do agree. It was pretty dope. I like I told you, I listened to it at least three or four times within the past two weeks since we connected. Um, so I was doing my research on you. Had to, I was doing my research, doing a little digging. Um, so I read an interview you did with Canvas Rebel, Rebel, Canvas Rebel. I'm sorry, and you talked about uh, you began creating music when you were 13 because you, you know, you didn't have anybody to talk to. Um, and so I want to know as you matured and started pursuing this as a career, is music still, you know, a, a form of therapy for you? For sure, most definitely. That's I'm gonna turn to anybody. I'm gonna turn to, to music to talk to about something. It's just how it um how it goes, and 
that's the way I the best way I can get my thoughts out is writing them down and gives me a different perspective about everything too once I see it. Um, so what type of messages do you like to express in your music now? Like how how do you what's your type of feel for rap now in, in terms of what type of messages are you trying to come across now? Uh, I say the biggest message is motivation, just making sure that you can overcome anything as long as you're ready to work and ready to ready to actually pursue it. Chase your dreams. You gotta do that. You gotta always manifest your goals and just make sure that you stay in your plan and stay stay to it. That's not, that's what's up. So positive message. That's what we need in today's culture. Some more positive messages. We don't need nobody spinning the block and shooting it up every every other every other day. So I appreciate that. <laughs> um so yeah, uh we were talking about this off air. Um, you said you learned how to write and structure songs in college. Could you talk about that and take us through that process of, you know, learning how to write songs and how that's helped you today with when you start to create process, creating songs? So I was in the songwriting program at uh, Middle Tennessee State University. And just in, in that university, that songwriting program is super dope. Um, I had a really good professor named Odie. He just he taught us a lot. He taught us like different structures, um, different song types broke everything down and it was actually helped make sure that I um was able to actually craft a song not just be able to write write raps so what does that what does that mean like what do you mean craft a song and not just write raps oh uh, if you like you know freestyling where it's just people just rapping straight through there's no no hook in it it's just I'm showing that I can rap but the songs that actually catch and the songs that actually people want to listen to repeatedly over and over again are the ones where there's a part where you can listen to. There's a part that that catches your attention. Make sure that and you'll end up singing it, whether it be the harmony, the melody, you'll end up singing it over and over again. And that's what keeps your attention. Yeah. So like Michael Jackson is great with melodies and everything. That's why like Michael Jackson and Beyonce and those those great songs or great artists like that, they, they capture your attention in some way. I appreciate that. I like that. Um, so switching things up real quick, I asked you to pick out some songs um, to fill out the show. Uh, and I want these I wanted these songs to kind of, I guess, help explain you as a person, you as an artist. Uh, so you sent over Kendrick, you sent over a few Cole songs, J. Cole songs, some Lauryn Hill. And we're going to close out the show on some Kurt Franklin. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Kendrick and Cole are your favorite rappers. Right. Sure. No. Yes. I'm yes. Sure. Okay. Um, so yeah, tell us about these next two songs that we're gonna play Good Kid by Kendrick Lamar and God's Gift by J. Cole. Why'd you send those over? A good kid, just that whole album is pretty much uh you could tell it's like the word where you like you two different perspectives. It's uh the nuance of it and like going in from being a good kid but being in a mad city, so you gotta know how to maneuver. And that just that I relate to that a lot. And then with J. Cole, just his messaging and his storytelling ability is just crazy. And it's always something that I wanted to stick to when it comes to my songwriting is making sure to be able to tell a good story, whether it be my story or somebody else's. Favorite, favorite Kendrick album? Put you on the spot. Favorite Kendrick album? I'd say favorite is Damn, for sure. Favorite Cole album? Honestly, my favorite Cole album is the last one he put out. The um, um, that was top tier rapping. 
That yeah. was like elite level rapping right there. Like that was like I, I do this in my sleep type yeah. rap. <laughs> That's I, I I fuck with that heavy. <laughs> yeah, Cole's last album was like that shit was just like fucking. Yeah. Like I'm I'm the best at this shit. Like I feel like, but at a certain point, Kendrick get tired of rapping. Like that's why he kind of goes off, and he's like, I need to be inspired by some shit. But Cole is just like, oh my god, this nigga's otherworldly. It's too easy for me now. That was- <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I think Kendrick's starting to have fun with it again, though, especially with him being with his cousin, Baby King. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he came out here. He he performed. He did like three shows at uh Staples Center, and um, me and my wife went to one of them. And bro, we was we was late for the concert, so we missed Baby Keem, and I was so mad at her. I wanted to see Baby Keem so bad, though. He came he came out here. That show uh-huh. was so lit. <laughs> he so- came back out with him though, and perform uh Range Range Brothers and uh and uh Family Ties and shit, but. I want to see Keem so bad. Keem. Did you like his lad? Did you like the melodic blue? Yeah, for sure. Who's your Who's your like favorite artist? Of all who's your time. favorite rapper of all time? Probably Cole. Okay, yeah. I figured that. Put two Cole songs on here. I was like, I figured that. Uh, I felt like when Cole dropped this album. He was such in a like in a, in a weird state. Like he had such hype off that mixtape that he dropped. And then um, he comes out this debut album, and I feel like he was still trying to prove himself in a sense. Do you still do you feel that way in any way? Like you have something to prove? I have a lot to prove. I have, to me, I haven't done anything yet, so I still got plenty to prove. In in a way, are you still like? Do you feel like you're still trying to distinguish who you are as an artist and distinguish like your your sound as an artist? Uh, personally no i think i gotta figure it out but to, to everybody else for sure just gotta get it the right in front of the right people okay cool 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 um so this next artist you dropped tupac we got tupac coming up next i don't feel like i really didn't appreciate tupac till i moved out to la um i'm curious to know why you chose this next song no more pain by tupac it's an absolute bop but that way you sent it over to me i was i i Swear to God, you can ask my wife. I ran this shit like four times. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm curious to know why you chose this song. It was just he was more than rap, and it's just that that's kind of like an inspiration of mine, and like to be more than rap. Like it's not I'm not just a rapper. Like I I want to do so many different things with my life. So it's like I think if Pac hadn't ran into some of the people he ran into, he would he would have done so many amazing things for not just rap but for the world and it was just Hello. yeah and it was just the um the tupac was also kind of my first introduction to to rap okay do you remember the first tupac song you heard i hope it wasn't no more pain but <laughs> no i don't think i remember my uncles used to bone tupac all the time though but nah, okay. i know okay so i'm i'm assuming you go tupac over over biggie in this in this debate I, they they even to me okay I, yeah because I, I like i just dis, i disagree with that statement but we'll 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 talk about that on off there uh this next track black rose and a royce going back to your uh your debut project um going and i also want to talk about this article that you did with canvas rebel again um you talked about basing your music off of real life experiences 
um, feelings that you're having or an outside perspective. Uh, this next song, Black Rose and the Royce, sounds it sounded kind of personal. I don't know if like rappers like to say talk about heartbreak, but it sounds like you got your heart broken. Is this like a more personal song? Could you talk about this song? Yeah, for sure. It was it was going through a moment after a breakup, and it was just writing it out, writing those feelings out. Uh, and it ended up becoming what I think is a super dope song, dope message. Is it is it cool for rappers to say they got their heart broken or you gotta like you gotta like put more into it? Can't just say like I y'all you broke my heart, girl. You gotta just like Yeah. I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> but I, I feel like rappers can't say like die, you just broke my heart. Like it's not happening. <laughs> Last song of the night or the evening. Um you sent this song over, bro. Like I told you off air, and I knew it was gonna have a good time. Immediately, I knew I was like, "All right, he's a good dude." Like, some it's something right about it. I felt good about the show. I was like, "It's gonna be a good show. We're gonna have a good time," and we have had a good time, man. So, um, I just want you to talk about this song, why you chose this song, and also before we get out of here, I want you to shout out your social channels and everything where people can find you, where people can find your music at, and everything. Uh, so. All socials is at Southside Vizzy. Um, it's all one word, no capitals or anything. And then uh, and the Vizzy is spelled V-I-Z-Z-Y. And then I picked this song because gospel, gospel music is the root of pretty much my music. Because of anything, mom definitely had me in the church listening to gospel music all the time. So it's kind of like this was one of the albums that I remember as a ch- child growing up that was just always on repeat in mom's crib. So it was just, this is one of the ones that touched me from that album. So that's what's up. I love it. I love it. I love that you said it's the root too, man. That's dope. Um, yeah, so I appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, I'll be posting clips of this interview on Instagram and TikTok. I'm also, I I will, I'm going to tell them, I'm telling myself now, I will post this on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts, so you can find a replay of this show on there as well. So be sure to follow me on TikTok and Instagram at rapnerds underscore MSG and on Twitter and on Twitter at rapnerds MSG. And be sure to follow uh, Vizzy on AMP as well, too, right? You have a profile on AMP um, and on Instagram and his social channels as well on Twitter. Um, yeah. So here's the last song of the evening. Appreciate y'all tuning in. We had a great time. Uh, hey, man, you got to come back on the show, dog. Got to come back on the show. Play some of those R&B jams. Is it is it like new school R&B you listen to too, or you be throwing like the '90s? You want them '90s R&B cats? I, I like I like a lot of the newer music. I listen to the to the '90s music for sure, but I like a lot of the newer music that's coming out. How old are you? Right, I'm twenty. How old are you? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Okay, so you're a little younger. Okay, cool. You were born in ninety-seven, ninety-eight, ninety-six, ninety-six. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, you gotta come on the show, man. Play some new school R and B for us. I, I I really don't be in a new school R and B. My my stuff is like neo souls era, like mid two thousands. That's where I stopped with R and B. So you definitely gotta come on and 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 put us on game, dog. Yeah, so it's out on a lot of it's a lot of dope music out. R&B. I I know that I know that. Like I have my people that I listen to. Like I like Daniel Caesar a lot. I love Daniel Caesar. Um. Who's the cat out of uh, I like Lucky Day. I like Lucky Day. Um, I like Chloe Bailey. I like Chloe. Definitely. Um, yeah, but that's all I really know. New school wise. So you definitely gotta come on and put us on game, dog. Who you be listening to? 
uh I listen to Black Black's new album. I know people- Black's new album is dope. Okay, I listen to Black. Listen to Black. Six Lack. I like to call him Six Lack. <laughs> uh Kiana Lede, she's fire. Okay. Ari Ari Lennox is super dope. Ari Lennox is dope. Okay. Ari Lennox is dope. Well, it's not Ari too. Um, there's an artist out of St. Louis named Ryan Trey. He's fire. Okay. It's a lot of it's a lot of dope. Yeah, artists. you gotta come and put us on game, dog. Yeah. I save those for my Sunday editions because I, I do those like later in the evening. Sunday, I call them Soulful Sundays. So you got to hop on the Soulful Sunday episode, bro. I'm gotcha. I'm dead ass too. Like I, I, you think I'm joking, but I'm dead ass. So I'm gonna hit you up and be like, bro, when you trying to come back on. But anyway, I appreciate y'all tuning in. Here's our last song of the night: uh, "Riverside" by Kurt Franklin.